0: this is john well oh, you son of a bitch the perfect take hey this is john campbell from lamb of god and you're listening to interview under fire
1: john thank you so much for joining our podcast today here you know this has been a big month for you and the boys over at lamb of god uh, congrats on all of that success and the positive reception, deservedly so, it's been getting. Before we get to that, I know we talked about this before, but i want to document it. How are you? Yeah. you know, how, how have yeah. things been for you and the band and maybe and even your family as of late? And how has everything been since our lives have pretty much been in lockdown since March?
0: Um, well, just for the quick backstory and the setup call for this, we were asking each other, how are you doing and how it's important for, to actually ask that in an honest way now. Um, I'm okay. I'm, there, there are people who have uh, a lot worse situations than I do. But this is affecting all of us, and and I'm part of all of us. It's there are some bad days, there are some good days.
1: And you've been at this for nearly thirty years in your career with Lamb of God, and you want to trace it back to Burn the Priest. I can't believe that's. <laughs> The time span that's just been flown by—twenty-five
0: years, man! Holy crap! 20, I think you're the first person to to throw throw to round it up to thirty. You get you nearly. <laughs> I Christ.
1: I think I rounded up too fast, but you know, in two thousand twenty-four, it'll be thirty years. That it's it's. And camp, we're camp- still
0: stuck in, two, in twenty twenty, and this year yeah. is taking years to get through.
1: Yeah, you know, what was your favorite part about touring? Because you guys played at Brutal Assault, Vakin. You know, the festivals just lined up after the other. Now you're kind of taking like an unseen step back. And does it make you have a growing appreciation for the tour life? What was your biggest takeaway?
0: Um, I guess it, uh, maybe I've forgotten about all the stuff in touring that that drives you crazy, but I I miss it, man. I want to get back to work. It's, uh, to be able to go out, especially on these festival stages and perform for these festival sized crowds with music that people are into is, I mean, that's a dream, right? Uh, and to be able to do that for work is incredible. Uh, but right now, no one's doing that work. The frustrating thing for for me is that we just put out this record, and we'd like—I want to go play these songs live, man. I want to go tour. I want to go uh, go city to city. But that is probably one of the most dangerous things to do at this point: gather crowds and then move as an uh, uh, vector of infection.
1: Yeah. You know, one of the most common denominators we've had to talk about on the subject on this show is, and you've seen this live streaming, you know, one of the, you know, we've had bands like Code Orange and Insomnium take the initiative to take it online and give that presentation to the fans. So I wanted to ask you, you know, as an artist for being as, you know, for being with the band as long as you have, do you think the quarantine induced live streaming surge that we're seeing now, is that going to affect the touring musician business going forward? Do you still see bands doing this even after all this is over?
0: That's a great question. Uh, I think that it may be lumped into some, uh to some degree once it gets started. Maybe you can, for a couple bucks, tune in to a bunch of GoPros on stage at a show because you live somewhere where the shows never come. I don't know. Um, I think it's interesting and it'll be interesting to see how the industry develops through this and what the changes are on the other side.
1: When did the first thought of delaying your Lamb of God self-title release, when did that come into play? Because you don't actually plan for a pandemic. You know, there's like, okay, (laughs) here's the here's the protocol, you know, for this and this and this. But for a pandemic, you know, it's I don't want to say uncharted territory, because if you want to talk about the Spanish flu 100 years ago. (laughs) But, you know, you guys you guys did delay this album from I believe the initial release date was sometime in May. And, you know, but how did that all play out? Was that a collective
0: effort? It's very, very boring. Uh, apparently, the production of the physical copies could not keep up with the schedule that people had pre-ordered and paid for. So, to not basically dump the record digitally on all these people who had paid for and were waiting on a physical copy, we had to wait for the production to catch up, and then that—that's what affected the date.
1: Yeah, because we've had other bands, you know, Enslaved is another band that actually moved it forward, and there are other bands who stuck to the schedule, but. But yeah, it seems seems like you guys released it at the right time, because now it seems like (laughs) I don't know how much longer we're going to be into what we're doing right now. And with your 8 album, you know, it came out on June 19th. We're already, man, I can't believe it's already past a week already. You know, it's we're first album since 2015, you know, and, you know, there were some Slayer leg tours in there to add to that experience. And I went to a few of them. So, is there any important part of yourself that has changed or has been impacted the most since the last time you guys released an album? Which Stur- which Sturm- I would, that, you know? I,
0: would uh, I would say that might be a difficult question to answer because I'm stuck in this bubble this whole time, and I'm not. While these, I guess you could look at as mileposts in life, uh, those only happen uh, in retrospect. Uh, yeah. But we, I mean, it was an amazing five years. We planned on on putting this record together and out two years before uh we did but then slayer comes along and says hey you guys want to come do direct support on this tour oh yeah it's our farewell tour and uh, we're gonna add another leg could, could, could you guys do that and then you know one thing led to another and we had five years fly by and oh shit let's put a record up
1: It's crazy how that timing came out. Like Slayer, you know, they got a couple tours already. And then right before they called it it quits, you know, that's when all this started. So, (laughs) you know, when you put that in in retrospect. This started
0: after. No, I mean, speaking of timing, they wrapped it up before all this shit hit. Yeah. Slayer, like, extreme timing on them boys.
1: (laughs) You always think, like, if it was exactly like a year after, it would just be a whole different atmosphere you know then and if the tours would have been cut short because because oh, yeah. last summer when they actually did that final tour the final final tour right and let's talk about josh wilbur you know he produced engineered and mixed this record it was a familiar face like just in the industry what was that like to work with someone who's known very well like josh
0: oh uh, well, well we we know josh very well we've, we've worked with him since sacrament he was uh he engineered on sacrament and then it's produced a record since him, it's he, he's like family. He's like uh, he's like another part of the band. He's in there with ideas and kind of directing the pre-production. And he's he's great. Uh, what, what's it what's it like to work with someone that's so well known? I I don't see him as a dude that's well known. I see him as Josh. Uh, so yeah, I don't have a uh, that's not my perspective on it.
1: Were there any new challenges you faced this time around? Being experienced musicians as yourself this far in your own career.
0: Uh, the challenge that I most recently faced was in tracking the quarantine sessions from my uh, crappy apartment uh, <laughs> and limited uh, technical skill and um, hardware. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> this,
1: uh, How did that really go? Brave,
0: brave New World. I, I think it went well. I, I think the, the end result was great. There was some frustration on my end and figuring stuff out, but I think it ended up great
1: yeah, I know one of your other interviews, you talked about how creativity is that part is different in each album. How is this different from the other seven?
0: I mean we we are older and more have had more experiences and and hopefully wiser, and are better at our craft. I mean it's a uh, we we are our train on the track rolling at full steam.
1: And then Art Cruz, you know, you had the new drummer coming in for this new record. What new element does Art bring into Lamb of God's arsenal that you may have not have had before?
0: Youth and exuberance and excitement. <laughs> and in a lot of ways, this, some of these things are new and exciting for him. And it's great to, to kind of experience the things that we've been doing for a while through his eyes. Because it, it makes it exciting for us again. Um, but also, I mean, Art has some, some technique and style that's a little bit different. And it's, uh, you know, it's a nice little change of pace
1: and you had a couple of guest vocals on this amazing album you had chuck billy and jamie joste we had chuck billy on our show uh, about a month ago and he talked about doing the guest vocals for with you guys and roots is an amazing song you know and
0: chuck billy is an amazing man
1: what is it feeling like bringing in someone like chuck you know and you guys have been friends with and toured with for a long time
0: uh, it's great it was great that he, that he wanted to do it he's uh he, he's an icon uh and it's uh, you know, it's, it's great that he wanted to do it. And again, like you said, we're friends, family, toured together many times, um, see each other when going through each other's towns. Um, it was, it was a no brainer. It was, it was obvious. And, uh, yeah, I think it worked out great. And the same with Jamie Josta. It's, uh, just another one of our extended family.
1: Is it important to have people like that? Like Chuck and Jamie around you guys being in the profession you're in, does it matter to create relationships like that? Like in the industry?
0: I think the what matters is that they're good people who are driven by good things to accomplish great things. Uh, Yeah, and they're great at what they do. And I think that yes, and it's to be around people like that is important in the industry, as opposed to uh, to the opposite of partying nonstop. Not that they don't party, but you know,
1: hey, partying is always good, man. It's always you always gotta have fun while you're doing the passion that you're doing.
0: I've gotten pretty good at it.
1: And uh, was there a theme for this album, you know, and for for Lamb of God, for this new album, you know, how important are themes to you guys? Is that more about helping you guys write or sound or is that more for the audience? Because a lot of artists, they don't really care about themes. They just do 10 songs and that's it, which is fine. But I feel like there was a specific statement that you guys wanted to do with this album.
0: I think that comes very strongly out of Randy, that he's the one putting together the the language of, of the album. And he definitely had a very strong theme that he worked with, and I think did a great job weaving that through the the record that it that it all works together.
1: Have your aspirations as a person have they changed or evolved since when you first started playing music? Do you see things differently now?
0: I mean, without a doubt, I, I have I've had two children since this band began, uh, and that awesome. changes changes your your motivations and and focus. Um, but yeah, I mean, we we started this band in 1994 when. Uh, I was twenty one, twenty two years old. So uh, yeah, I would say I've developed. I would like to say I've developed and grown as a person. I've been able to experience some amazing stuff. I've traveled all over the world, uh, and I think that those experiences kind of inform who you are as a person.
1: Is there any place in the world you haven't been yet?
0: Absolutely. I've I've only been uh, I've only been in South Africa. I haven't been anywhere else in Africa. Uh, the Middle East. I haven't. We haven't been in uh, outside of Israel. Uh, <laughs> there's definitely spots in Asia that we haven't been to, although we've hit the, the major markets there. Um, I, yeah, I, I love to travel. And there's, I'm, I'm lucky that I get to do it for work, and uh, and occasionally I get to venture off and do some on the side.
1: What other interests do you have that feeds your creativity within the band, something that doesn't involve music?
0: That feeds my creativity? Um, I, uh my, my first answer that I come up with is kind of cheesy, but I have a, I have a motorcycle. I have motorcycles and enjoy riding, and I feel like that is a very positive thing in my life to be able to get out and ride, and that feeds and affirms life and all things good within me.
1: And that's not cheesy at all.
0: <laughs> no, <I don't, laughs> all right, I don't know. That's super cheesy. Super
1: cheesy. Hey, you you want to do what you want to do, and I think it's important that you know it's important to have hobbies and on the side that you can actually feed the passion to what you we all do in our lives so i think that's great now last question what's five albums you can think of at the top of your head
0: five albums i can think off the top of that that's great uh and justice for all okay Uh, (laughs) oh shit you're making me think of proper nouns now this is Uh, under fire (laughs) (laughs) oh now i get now i get what that was all about (laughs) all right um bad brains uh dag nasty can i say um woo.
1: putting on you, the spot here.
0: Yeah, you got me here, man. Uh <laughs> I can't even look on my phone to look at look at my track listing. Uh oh, I got one shit. That's uh what's that called? Fuck, I can't remember the name of this record. The Deont word uh
1: Oh, the, the new one?
0: I don't know how new it is. Ugh. I mean uh, uh tension. I'll just say tension, because That's the first record of theirs I can think of, but I I celebrate their whole catalog.
1: That that is a great that is a great artist, man. Yeah. Um, have, you,
0: have you been back to Max Normal TV?
1: No, movies. I haven't. No, oh, I haven't. That, I need to that, Yeah. Uh,
0: Good morning, South Africa, or Hello, South Africa. I think is the name of the Max Normal TV record. So I think that makes five, and a really okay. terrible list of five. No, that's not a terrible head.
1: list. That's great. It just shows a diversity in your just in your music influences. That's well, that's great.
0: I, I like that it's almost like a stream of consciousness thing because it also the first one you say could lead somewhere else.
1: That's true. Well, John, uh, do you have any last, uh, just shout outs you want to put in there? Any plugs just before we finish thing off?
0: Uh take care of each other, stay safe, stay healthy and wear a fucking
1: mask. (laughs) I I don't think that can be stresses enough. You know, it's wearing a mask and it's, I feel like it's it's getting there. It's getting even worse right now, as far as, as we're talking right now, as far as wearing masks. It's
0: not political. We are the no, only country it's in which not. it's fucking political.
1: Yeah, and everyone keeps seeing it that way. I don't, I don't know what we have to do to convey that message across, but...
0: It's almost like we've been divided to be controlled. Hey,
1: <laughs> hey It's you the heard
0: division. It? The division is the control, not the fucking masks.
1: Yeah. Hey, you heard it from John Campbell. You know, if that's not strong <laughs> enough, I don't know what else. And everyone who's listening, from the bass <laughs> <laughs> so everyone is listening, you know, uh, Lamagod's God's eight album, the self titled came out June 19th. You know, it's out on Epic and nuclear blast records, pick it up, uh, support these guys and Lambda God will be on the road. As soon as you know, this is just more fuel to the fire. If you want to call it like that, uh, John, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. Please stay safe out there. Take care of yourself and your family. And we'll see you next time, man. Well, let's thank do you, this in, in person back Dallas.
0: Ah, uh, shit I I yes please I want to be in Dallas I want to be at work Dude, I want to be playing Texas
1: too. Yeah hey we love you guys all right you guys stay safe uh, and we'll we'll do this in person if you guys ever come back come
0: back <laughs>
1: Or you can write us directly at schwag at interviewunderfire.com. That's S-C-H-W-A-G at interviewunderfire.com. Or RezaBlade, that's R-E-Z-A-B-L-A-D-E at
0: fire.